0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Tell me you love me.
1: I need a good laugh. I'm Holy Water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? You feel my?
0: Show with Jay Dubs and Rocky. And Nora. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rock in Royal Oak, Michigan. What? Be sure to find us at PodcastDetroit.com. What time is it? It's noon time. Somebody bring me a mirror. It. I don't
1: know.
2: Oh, oh! Hey, welcome it, to it. the Nooner Show. <laughs> Happy Hump Day! It's Nooner time. That introduction is so hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Just your part. Yeah. The rest of I mean. it, no is one actually can see really we're here
1: But the whole time they're singing the intro. <laughs> what time is it? Like, all I'm just like. And I don't really wear the headphones, so I can just yeah. <laughs> hear their little voices. What time is it? <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> we time trying to like Rocky. We want to be like Yeah. <laughs> No, in my dreams. We're laughing because of Nora's little.
0: And Nora. And Nora (laughs) Nora. (laughs) intro.
3: And And I was just saying how, you know, the whole time before her name was in it, she was complaining and was. So, so enthusiastic know. about it. Yeah, enthusiastic it, you know? and loud and excited. Well, they put me on the spot. And then the minute we start
2: recording it, she's like, and Nora. <laughs> you knew for like a month we were going to do that. I know, but I, know. It wasn't but the spot. I did know. <laughs> I knew, but I did know. Speaking
1: uh, of the spot, though. <laughs> <I mean,
0: laughs> what?
2: Stupid weird. things people do. No.
1: Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of do. the spot. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. This kid in Michigan, I was in the Detroit Free Press, <laughs> Sued his parents... For $87,000 for throwing away his porn collection. I
3: heard about that. I didn't know. $87,000.
1: Yes. Is
3: that how much his porn was Man worth? Man
1: seeks $87,000 in damages after Michigan parents destroy massive porn collections. Oh, my <laughs> God.
3: What's in Are a porn
2: you... collection, though? I don't
3: know. Rocky, porn? what's in it? You would know.
1: <laughs> porn. Well, <laughs> porn. And porn
3: and, more and porn, porn, I guess. Porn
2: and
1: toys. And... Oh, and toys. I would okay. think so, right? I'm surprised okay. the dad didn't keep it. I would have kept it, I don't yeah. like unless there's like some weird.
3: Like shit I said there, before, like, if if
2: like, I had a porn collection, yes, and I was moving, the porn collection would have I would have moved with that first. That would have been the first thing I moved. Oh yeah,
1: because if you have nothing but a TV Come, and
2: uh, you gotta have your porn collection yeah. at all at all times.
3: <laughs> I do not picture you with the porn collection. There's no oh, way.
2: Oh oh, I I have secrets. Mm. Well, that I believe. <laughs> Don't we all? Oh. Well, Jackie, we here found one of uh, my yeah. Oh yeah!
0: <laughs> yes, I, I sure was gone did. for
1: the night, and she decided to sleep in my room without asking. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, her pillow started <laughs> buzzing.
2: <laughs> it was her just- cell phone. You had left uh, your cell yeah, phone. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was a. Body massager. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Jeez. Oh, please. And
1: she calls me and she's like, How I slept in your room? <laughs> 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 your pillow started buzzing. How was your sleep?
3: No, <laughs> this is a bad thing I said, and
1: I used it. <laughs> I'm like, you can keep it now, I don't want it. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that'll teach you. I, share yeah. a lot it. I draw the line at that one. <laughs> one I use only.
3: Told <laughs> told Listen, go back to that case. Seriously, yeah. did they throw that out? I hope. Yeah.
1: The case. I don't yeah. know if they threw it out, but I was like, I hope he gets his money. How old How oh, old please. is the guy? It's probably here. 40
3: living with his parents. Not that that's an issue.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah, I know. I'm going to be 40, 40 living you with know.
2: <laughs> if, if you story. have porn, <laughs> okay, so, a yeah, porn collection, see, okay. you should <laughs> yeah. be living with your parents. <laughs> right. right. He had,
1: okay, so um, an estimated price is over uh, 400 VHS tapes, more oh, than tapes, yeah. 1,600 DVDs, including multiple copies of some titles, 160 plus CDs, and 70 sex toys. Oh okay.
0: my god,
3: seriously?
2: alrighty. righty. Yeah. I bet his willy if it- I bet his willy was hurting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh
3: All right, we got to get on to something else. See,
1: I knew okay, though there so, had to be toys involved though.
2: Yeah, you did. I didn't think about the videos, but yeah. So, um, yeah. Mm. So, Mount Pleasant. Mm. The um place where uh what's the name of the casino? Soaring Eagle. Soaring Eagle, Soaring Eagle Casino. Mm-hmm. Uh there was a man that won some money and he posted on Facebook that he won that he won some money and so he That's got contacted he got contacted by this young lady Well, I don't know if she's young but anyway Arr. this lady <laughs> and I guess she was like well let's meet or whatever so he gives her the address and her a guy and another girl they decide they're going to rob him so they get to the address and it's the wrong address. <laughs> oh,
3: so he gave him the
2: intentionally gave them yeah. the wrong address. So, not to be outdone and have a wasted trip, they decided. Um, did the, they realize it was the wrong address? I, I don't know if they did or not, but they were like, okay, we're not leaving empty handed. So they broke in and, you know, stole TVs and, oh you know, stuff. Oh my gosh. So the neighbor actually saw them. And took their license plate, you know, told the police. So the police sat on the only, I guess, the only pawn shop that they have up in Mount Pleasant.
1: <laughs> and waited for him? <laughs> <laughs> like, how stupid. Oh,
3: my stupid. gosh. Now, that is stupid. Wait, is did stupid. the guy that gave him the wrong address get in trouble,
2: though? I don't know. Because he put somebody we talked, else in right. danger. I, and, yeah. So I don't know about well, that. Didn't they didn't know that he was, what they were going to do. But you still, know. still. No, no, but.
1: Oh it seemed like he could have just made that address up, you know what I mean? He didn't give a too, deliberate but, person's address um, out.
2: But hmm. thank God nobody got hurt. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, right.
3: Yeah, because yeah, what if somebody was home?
1: Yeah. But
2: it's like I think they said it was only like two thousand dollars or that's something. So like it. it wasn't that even, even that like much money, money but for why you. Why would yeah. he
3: post that?
2: Yeah. Would well I understand I mean people no, post all the time though. They post not money.
1: When you when you That's kind of when the lottery they post it, like the yeah, You that's have to true. announce who wins it. So it's not like people don't know. Oh, you know what I mean? And yeah, if it's two true. grand isn't that much money, it's not like you want right. a oh, house yeah, or that's anything. True. It's yeah, a little bit right. of cash right. that could have cleaned a credit card. But that whatever. just tells just, you
2: how stupid they were. You know, to yeah. just go after 000. someone who
1: won two grand. Yeah. I'm sorry, I that's right. Yeah, I'm too freaking lazy. <laughs> <like, laughs> like, that just sounds like a lot of work at that point. You know, I gotta send a message. I gotta write back.
2: I gotta get my it it well, like, like their shot, it For two their grand, their shots look like
3: <laughs> like thing.
1: <laughs>
3: wow. Yeah, so yeah, so stupid. They people.
1: just put that. Hard work into just something a little more productive. Right. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, yeah, no kidding. Be yeah. Doing a lot more than two grand. Yeah, really.
3: <laughs> oh, it's crazy, some of the stuff you read about. I know. Some <laughs> of crazy. the stuff people do.
2: <laughs> I well, I just think, you know, you're bored. Cause really? You, 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 that's what I'm
4: thinking. Yeah, they're, they're looking this. for a quick high.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I that, guess that's yeah. true. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. When they showed the mugshots, you were like, yeah, yeah, Methods. yeah. It's yeah. 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 <laughs> like, well, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two thousand is a lot for them. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> seems like a lot of
1: work. Huh. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. well, let's get on to a better subject. Bigger and better Big. things. People yes. that really do work. Yeah, for their <laughs> right. money. God, People money. that are out hustling all the time, yeah. making stuff
1: happen. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why is this stare down? Because <laughs> you don't have my commercial. No. <laughs> you grab the no. Yeah, right. grabbed the wrong so bag. Yeah.
2: She grabbed the wrong bag. We're going down the road. The she goes, I have the wrong bag. And I'm like, you need to oh, put names story, on though. your bags. I'm a bag you need- lady. She's yeah. got too many of them.
1: I bad, have
3: all, all, everything
1: lady. I could possibly need yes. right in this Thirteen by whatever inch piece of neck technology. Well, technology. Yes. That's it. I everything I could need.
3: You're a millennial, I'm not. <laughs> You're tech savvy. I'm it's not. She's not. It's not and I'm not. So right.
2: don't word look
1: at me. processor. Should we get you a <laughs> typewriter? Is that would that be yeah. better? AOL. <laughs> That's our oh my guy. <laughs> All right, let's get going.
3: We could we can still do her. get going. <laughs>
2: This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Our guest today is the true definition of a hustler.
1: He works at 100% both on and off stage. Derek Bjornsen is the drummer of national touring Detroit rock band No Resolve and as if he wasn't busy enough, he also works as a session and touring drummer for other bands. With No Resolve's junior release dropping this summer and a relentless touring schedule, Derek has mastered every facet of the music industry. From honing his technique as a drummer to understanding the business end of such a complex and ever-changing industry, Derek has utilized his knowledge and turned it into his success. Welcome to the show, Derek. Yay. Whoop, whoop.
4: <laughs> Thank he's, you for having me. He's
1: back. Yeah, we're so excited to have you back. Yeah, yeah, the last time you were here, you were here with the whole band. Yes. Yep. Um, but you've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I've been busy. just yourself. Yeah. We we catch up every once in a while and I'm like, damn, dude, like, what don't you do? <laughs> like <laughs> He's just like at hundred percent all the time. Um, so tell us what what do you have going on right now? You guys, I know you guys are you have your release coming out, but you're also doing Drumming for other people as well. Yeah. So tell us a little bit well, about uh,
4: that. We had, uh, I finished all the drum tracks for the new album for No Resolve, and I got a call from my fr- buddy Shy. He's uh, the lead singer for a band called Savage at the Midnight. And uh, they needed a drummer. So I was like, yeah, dude, I'm down.
0: Like, <laughs>
4: you want me to fly down and try out? He's like, yeah, come on down. So where, I went down. Where are yeah, you going? Yeah. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Oh wow. oh, wow. Yep. And, you know, great dude. So I went down there just before Thanksgiving auditioned, and next thing you know, I'm on tour with them in Memphis Mayflower.
3: Wow. Really? Yeah. And how, so there isn't a conflict of interest with the band? No. When, when do, do other people, I know they, um, who's the one that has the t-shirts? I mean, there's other people Matt, that, yeah, yeah Matt. Yeah. So does everybody have, like, another side hustle? Because I know with the the band No Resolve, I mean, you guys, that's a pretty full schedule with everything you yeah. guys have going on
4: well we had the you know working on the album and then we just kind of took some time off to do family stuff around the holidays and then mm-hmm. you know recording and stuff like that and we just kind of figured that it'd just be better to stay home and you know finish the album yeah <clears throat> so it was the perfect time for me to go and do some filling gigs
3: and how did you meet um it, was this the the front person of the band? Yeah, or Shy. Shy. How yeah. did you meet Shy?
4: Um, just from going down the rock and the range in Columbus. Like, I met him four years ago, and I just seen him every year. And he's like, "Who's this kid out down here <laughs> hanging around backstage <laughs> with all these guys?" And so we just became real tight and hanging out, and you know, just down there last year, and he started telling me about what he's going on. I'm like, "Dude, I didn't know you were in a band." He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> dude." So we were just kicking it and. Uh, we were talking about the bands and stuff like that and what No Resolve's got going on and what he was doing. And
0: mm-hmm.
4: I was like, yeah, dude, I got to I gotta hit the hit the bathroom and I'll come back and see what's going on. And come back, my wife is sitting there talking <laughs> with him. And next thing you know, I hear her go, well, yeah, you need my husband to, f- to fill in with you. <laughs> there,
0: there there is, yeah. There <laughs> you so, go.
4: Why do you think I'm talking to him?
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's that's awesome. The, She's working it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> the, the
3: power of networking. Yeah. yeah. That the, is the one power thing of a woman. about
1: you too, that yeah. you've always been an incredible networker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just so how did you learn through your career to just kind of like I don't know how important b- that was how important yes, it isn't just the to be like you're very like suave, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like you're very charismatic and charming. Oh, right. Thank you. How did you kind of like learn that skill? You
4: just I like my buddy Jeff Henry, who was the co-owner of Lovers Olympics with Jacoby. He kind of just like told me, "It's like you know, you're like the easiest going guy. You're cool. You're fun to hang out with. You just kind of just go with it." And that's like what I've always did. Like whether if it's just hanging out with some friends and you know just randomly going to uh, places, or if it's just going to shows and just meeting people and hanging out, it's just like, well, there's no nonsense of like trying to force things and mm-hmm. or make things happen mm-hmm. you know those guys are busy enough on the road as it is it's like why bother them you know if mm-hmm. they want you to come and you're just like they're chilling and you're like oh yeah you're cool come on yeah you, know, you don't open your mouth you don't say much <laughs> yeah. you know.
2: well I, I wanted to know because you know Rocky knows you and Jackie knows you so I wanted to know how did you start playing the drums was it something did you were you doing something else and then you're like oh i'll, I'll switch to the drums because i've always wanted to play the drums but i have no music ability so <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it
4: just started when i was a kid uh growing up i would be at my grandma's house and i start baiting on pots and pans with butter knives
2: <laughs> there and you go Nora. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you start that See, way i never did that yeah well you that. should yeah. and <laughs> so it
4: just evolved and she kept telling my dad like you need to get him a kit because my dad had an old kit at his at his mom's house, so I was just digging around the closet one day and I found the drums. I'm like, oh. I want those.
2: Uh-huh. She's
4: like, well, got to tell your dad because they're his kit.
2: And how old were you at that time? Oh,
4: uh, like around four.
2: So wow. was your dad a, mu-
3: a musician then?
4: Yeah, my dad drummed. Okay. He was actually well, no taught was and everything.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
4: then I just kind of like grew into it and he tried teaching me and like all the formal ways to play. And I was just like, <laughs> get off.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So did you always stay with drums?
4: Yep. I mess around with guitar. Kind of taught myself guitar, so mm-hmm. I just mess around with like some rhythm stuff. Nothing mm-hmm. too crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. When did you realize that it, that was going to be, yeah, your path?
4: Uh, probably, probably about like three years ago when we were writing Unity, and I was did a lot of writing for that album, and just how we wrote everything. It was just mm-hmm. like it all came natural. and It was a lot of fun and.
2: Now did you yeah. always write or did you just start doing that like you said 3 years ago you just well, We
4: we kind of all wrote together as a band as No Resolve but like we lost a guitarist who was our main songwriter mm-hmm. so when we were writing Unity we kind of like all branched out and we're sending our producer all these guitar riffs and lyric ideas and all this stuff so we kind of like did it all together hence the name of Unity. Unity. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So, you know, like we all came together wrote the guitars, the vocals. You know, everything was done together.
2: So wow. have you have you written anything on your own just by yourself?
4: Yeah. You know, I've done a lot of writing and sent it to the guys in No Resolve. And, you know, I did some writing with the guys in Savage to Midnight. And so it's, you know, it's just evolving.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's Savage to Midnight? What? How does that compare to No Resolve? Um, or how is it different?
4: It's same style of music. You know, high-energy music, great music, Um, and I think there's really no difference. It's just same same, same idea, same everything.
3: Mm-hmm. So did you go on tour with them, or are you planning a tour, or what's happening yeah, with that?
4: Yeah, uh, I did the tour with Savage at the Midnight. We went out with uh, Memphis Mayfire, and I think it was February, end of February.
3: And where did you guys go?
4: Oh, we just did a small run down south. And then we had like a couple weeks off, and
3: so did you live down there while you were doing that, or how did you no how, how did you do that because you're married? yeah you have no resolve you you work mm-hmm. how did you
4: I'll go down like a week prior to we leave for the road and just solid rehearses mm-hmm. up until we leave, and that's pretty much it, so I'll just you know live room up with one of the guys for about a week or so,
2: yeah. And your your wife's good. Yeah. She's
4: good. yeah, she's you know she gets sad and mm-hmm. misses me and stuff like that. But she understands.
2: Now, what does she do?
4: She is in school currently to become a nurse, and she's a PCA at um, the hospital over in Montgomery. Okay.
3: His wife is amazing, though. She's like the perfect, I think, yeah, partner for somebody yeah. in yeah in the music industry because that's mm-hmm. hard to be in a relationship when you're a musician. Yeah, and she is like. A, a uh, big support. Yeah. I mean, she's always there promoting and them. They're a and they're hot couple. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> really are. They're, they're so. are like <laughs> the yeah. hottest yeah. Like, rock and roll They're couple. like the rock and roll yes. Barbie and Ken. Yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. I, I agree. She's beautiful. <laughs> she's stunning.
1: She um, is very beautiful. <laughs> he's like, yeah, she Aww. is.
3: <laughs> so No Resolve is coming out with, um, is it an album or an EP? Uh, EP. EP. So how many songs? Uh, six. Six? Mm-hmm. And when is that going to drop?
4: Uh, we actually haven't released a date yet, so we're just kind of.
3: Is it done though? Yep, Is it? It's all done. And then what will you, once you release it, are you gonna start? Are you guys planning on touring? Yeah. Yep. Now, w- will the two bands ever play together? Do you think? I don't
4: know. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> uh-huh. That'd be pretty cool because they got and you know, Savage has a big following up in Michigan.
3: Oh, they do. Yeah,
4: because they used to tour up here a lot back in the day, and so yeah, we'll see. If that ever happens, that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
3: That's really cool. So we she
2: suggested it, Jackie. Yeah, Two Jackie. shows and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: you'll be the... How is this record different from the record you guys just put out? Heavier. Heavier. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah. You guys
1: did really well with Unity.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. So yep. you got to
3: top that now. Right. Is that more pressure? No. No, you guys. Do you guys not worry about that? No, you just write what you Mm -hmm. and put out what you're feeling and whatever happens happens. Yeah, Yeah.
2: he's not. You see how cool and calm he. Yeah, (laughs) that's a real rock star there. (laughs) Yeah, but he's
3: he's, the thing about the band No Result because I don't think you were here when we interviewed them. Is they're very smart business people. Mm, Yeah, too. They're not, you know, just these wannabe rock stars. Mm-hmm. They're really rock stars. They're the business. business people yeah. too, though. Yeah. Um. So I bet a lot of that knowledge that you, you get from no resolve has, um, you know, you take it on to other bands or other groups or other yeah. projects that you're doing to treat it the same way. Yep.
4: Yeah. And that's, you know, like with everything that's going on with Savage, you know, we, we, just keep trucking.
3: hmm So are you the drummer for that band too I, or
4: I am the, the touring drummer, yeah. The touring drummer.
3: Yep. Oh wow. Mm. Yep. Well oh, that's gonna be a crazy schedule for yeah. you. Huh? <laughs> yep. It's, did you did you see yourself as making a, a a career out of drumming? Like when you were in high school and I know? always
4: dreamt it and I always wanted to do it and it just it happened. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, it's a cool thing to see like evolve
2: mm-hmm. yeah so you always did so, so like okay you started you found the drums at four mm-hmm. and then you started so when did that light bulb come on and you said okay this is really what i want to do
4: it probably about yeah probably about like three four years ago really yeah
2: so okay so just from okay how old are you now if you don't mind me asking? uh
4: 32
2: wow oh, is that <laughs> I was like twenty five. Right, when he said that, when he kept saying, you know, about three, four years ago, I'm like, well, shoot, he's probably nineteen. What are you talking <laughs> <I'm right>. about? <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now you know that's the path that you want to take. What okay. was that light bulb moment? Yeah.
4: Uh, geez, I don't know. It's just writing, and actually, like once the we released everything from Unity and how well it it took and then just the confidence that, you know, I got from being a part of all the writing and then doing all the drums for that and just killing it in the studio down there in Nashville when we tracked all the drums. That was a partial light bulb. But then when I got the phone call to do the stuff with Savage, Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, this could actually be an actual career. Yeah. You know, so it's like then it then the light bulb got even brighter and it's like, man, dude, the sky's the limit on this. Like let's just keep Mm -hmm.
3: going. That's so. great. Mm-hmm. Do you ever doubt yourself or doubt the potential in in that in the field of music? Um,
4: at times, but you know, it's just with Savage being on because they're signed to Sony. Okay, so it's like with that being, you know, there it's like
3: you know, You're, just yeah. it could
4: just snowball into something bigger and bigger and bigger,
3: right? What does your dad think? I was just going oh, to he, say he it. loves yeah. it. He yeah. does. Yeah. Does he come out to the shows yeah. and stuff? Is he still um, teaching drums or
4: no? No, he just he hangs out and plays in the basement once in a while. But he, he does. Doesn't, yeah, he so, doesn't do it too much anymore.
3: So he was a big support then. Yeah, because a lot of parents, you know, obviously when you're going into arts or entertainment you know they're like no go get a real job yeah (laughs) Yeah. you know they always say that yeah
2: a a real job yeah (laughs) yeah
3: but your dad was pretty supportive he believed in you and Mm -hmm. believed in in the industry which is great yeah wow
4: he always wanted me to have a job but Mm -hmm. it was like well to fuel your passion yeah Mm -hmm. but that if that that, uh you know if the drums ever got so big that you didn't have to work anymore then yeah so be it
3: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and do you ever see yourself not doing music? No, just no matter yeah. what, you're nope. just going to mm-hmm. keep doing it. Yeah. That's great. Who do you really admire as a drummer?
4: Um, uh, be Tony Palermo from Papa Roach and oh. Barry, Barry Kirch from Shinedown.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. No, no, you guys played with Papa Roach quite a few times, I think. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So, do you know him? Yep. Oh, yep. I know Jacoby. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Huh. Great dudes. Yeah, I. You've got to see him play drums. Yeah, I want... I yeah. Uh, because when you play drums, I remember the first time I saw you, actually, you were drumming for Rocky. hmm I think it was at Arts Beats and Eats. I can't remember exactly but where. Like but that. you were so into it. I yeah. mean, there was just... You could tell. Like, you can always tell when somebody... Is really into what mm-hmm. they're doing, or if they're just up there and and you feel doing it, too. it, you feel it, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. But it was like he was in, he owned it. He was in his own world, and uh, that was incredible. I'll never forget Thank that because mm-hmm. that's when I remember it was like, oh yeah, he's gonna go far. <laughs> this guy's something else.
2: <laughs> and and how long ago was that, Jackie? Oh that gosh, when was that? It was before their last record came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, on, so yeah it was. Me. Five, five years ago, ago? or something wow, like that. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if Jackie predicted it, you know she's. It's hey, <laughs> happening. We'll look fine. at him. What's
3: the big dream for you? Like, who would you love to tour with, or? or I was going to ask that question. Yeah, be on stage you? with,
2: yeah.
4: Man, well, my dream one, like. When I was like 18, 19. I always wanted to play for Motley Crue. I thought that would be cool as hell. Mm. Uh, yeah. all the fire and yeah.
3: Yeah. stuff behind me. Aren't they done touring? Yeah, they're not, done touring. They retired, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, who knows? You never you know what can you happen. You know happen who though. I would
2: like to see him with? Huh? Sheila E.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, that <laughs> would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> yeah. She is awesome. Yeah, I love her. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I think
3: T-Money knows her.
2: Really. I think he said he did, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, pretty sure he does.
3: You know what? We got to get no resolve on hyped up live. I was just gonna ask. Yeah, that. Why you keep just, asking? All,
2: I was just gonna say. Yeah, welcome there, now, I don't know. Yeah, we okay. have
3: to. Have you heard <laughs> of the hyped up live sessions no. platform? You haven't. Uh-uh. Oh my gosh! Go on the not right now, <laughs> <laughs> but right when you leave, <laughs> look up the hyped up live okay. sessions Facebook page, and it's a live streaming platform that happens in Detroit, out of the Russell Building. Okay, and um. Yeah, we booked, um, well, last month we had George Needs Band on, and the month before that we had Gasoline Gypsies on. Okay, And it's all, it's not open to the public, it's just because it's a streaming yeah. platform, but it's really, really cool, but right. we we need to get with you and um, mm-hmm. get No Resolve yeah. on.
2: And I'll get to see him play. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah.
1: So what's been the highlight so far?
4: Man, there's a lot. Maybe uh got the album done that was pretty cool and then probably I don't know probably just touring lately
0: mm-hmm. because
4: we uh like I said went out with Savage in February got the to tour with uh my buddy Jake Garland he's the drummer for Memphis Mayfire so that was pretty cool we got to see those guys and play with them on tour that was a lot of fun um i mean probably just touring really mm-hmm. cuz i know
1: Is that your favorite part of this whole process? Yeah. Is touring and just playing out. Yeah.
4: So like i love you know, traveling and Mm -hmm. especially traveling and playing music is the coolest thing ever. Like when we were out, when I was out with Savage, we stopped and seen Dallas and got to see where JFK got shot.
3: Mm.
0: Wow. wow.
4: And we got to explore and Mm -hmm. run around and do a bunch of dumb stuff. So it was cool.
3: (laughs) Stupid stuff that people do. We're not going to be talking about you next week. You know what Derek did? You know what he posted? Um,
2: but for, I, oh go ahead. I was going to say I when you were saying um, you love traveling and I think we've talked to some some singers and band members and stuff they're not like that part they, they, they really don't, don't like care the, for. Right. So just to hear you say that it's like and then the combination like you said of yeah. touring and playing at the same time yeah. so that's Cuz that can
3: be yeah. grueling.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: That kind of a schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure I don't know are you you know depending on where you stay too and you yeah. know how you mm-hmm. travel and everything else but I know Rocky has a really hard time with traveling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was
4: so the last run we did with Memphis Mayflower when I was down doing the stuff with Savage, they were like talking about it being a van run, and I was like, "Dude, a van run? I've never done a van run. Like this is going to be cool." What is that? So a van run is like you're touring in a van. Everybody's in a van, yeah. And I'm like, it I've never done this. Like, this is going to be fun as hell. <laughs> I mean, and all the guys in like- Savage are like, have you lost your mind? <laughs>
3: yeah. This is, hard, this is initiation, yeah. buddy. Like,
4: this is not fun. And he
3: loves it. Yeah. And
4: so I was like, well, screw it, dude. If it's a van, awesome. I'm like, I'm going to love it, dude. And So I ended up getting a bandwagon for that run. So it was just cool. Everyone got to sleep. We had our own bunks. And then we came home. And then a couple of weeks later, we had to go down and do a couple of festivals in South Carolina and Florida.
3: Wow. So
4: then that was a van run. So, you know, first day I'm like, oh, this is sweet. This is awesome. You know, <laughs> well, we play in South, yeah. South Carolina and I get out of the van and it's just like instant humidity. Like, I'm like, dude, this is gross.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so we get get on stage, we play our show and we all come outside because we can't breathe because there's so much fog on stage. It's ridiculous. Mm. And we were just soaked to the bone, like all of us. And then it's like, all right, hurry up, pack out. We got to get everything loaded in the trailer and we got to get on the road now. And I'm like, but there's a shower in there. We got to (laughs) go. So we all, none of us got showers at night. Oh, no. got in the van. (laughs) van. After being in, like, you know, this nasty humid weather weather in South Carolina, got in the van, drove down to Orlando, and we were all. Just soaked. And it's like, oh, man, this is great.
0: <laughs> not really.
3: <laughs> but those are the real stories yeah. that yeah. you hear, yeah. you know? Yeah. Even though we always think it's glamorous yeah. when you that, start. It sounds
1: awful. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> honestly, I went, when I, and this is not a knock, I <laughs> loved my experiences in a van, but with a bunch of dudes, and it's just, like, awful. I, it just, they're
0: I'm, oh, I'm we're not dirty. knocking
1: your gender, but you're I so imagine. dirty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, like even with my van, like yeah. I made sure that I drove because I'm like a control freak when mm-hmm. it comes to that. And so, like, I drove like 18 hours, and I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, I just, it's yeah. like no. that wasn't the fun part. No, yeah. it's like we what? all need to shower. Things mm-hmm. need to be clean.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Just> to- <laughs> well,
4: the best part too, like, so we're sitting there and we're trying to sleep in this van, and like they don't make vans like they used to back in the day like when the bench seats were nice and comfy and mm-hmm. fluffy I and mean, these seats were so hard and the seat belts were sticking out mm-hmm. I woke up I'm like man I got. I feel like I got beat up by like 10 dudes you know like, <laughs> ribs are all bruised shoulders oh, hurt and I'm like what the hell why am I feeling like I got beat up and they're like JT looks at me. He's like, dude, just because these seatbelts are sticking in here. I'm like, oh,
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's why. I was just like, looking. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh.
2: That's just like driving in a car, though. You know, you drive for I hours. I hate road and, trips, and- actually. Yeah, I, think- I, I,
1: mm-hmm. I take everything I said back. It's not just about... yeah.
2: It's, right. I hate road trips in Well, general. I figured that out already when you were talking. I was like, yeah, you know, no. Yeah. Everyone's see. like, let's
1: go on a road trip. I'm like, that sounds awful. Yeah, let's- I grew up with them. <laughs> how, so. do you, how do you stay motivated
3: mm-hmm. in, in this business? Because, I, I mean, you know, we've interviewed so many people and just even watching Meraki. Um, it's such a tough business. Yeah. And it seems like it's so crowded. Yeah. So how do you... How do you stay motivated or reinvent yourself just to keep that dream alive?
4: Uh, to me, it's just staying busy and mm. working, uh, listening to all types of music too helps because, you know, how rock is going, you know, they're bringing a lot of the synth, a lot of sense into the rock music and, um, you know, Papa Roach's kind of sound, their new album kind of sounds like pop rock, you know, it's, the world is just evolving so much, mm-hmm. just, Seems like everyone's bringing every element of every piece of different music. So you know you got you know jazz, pop, rock, you know, rap. All of it's coming into one and sound like everyone's doing that now. So if you bring a different element each time, it's
3: yeah, it's not mm-hmm. as clearly defined as it used to be. The yeah. genres yeah. Yeah. is that mm-hmm. true?
1: One hundred percent accurate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it
3: just seems like it's even hard to ask people mm-hmm. now. What do you play or what's yeah. your genre? Because yeah. they're like. They just all blend, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Even like, um, I think of the rapper NF, who is considered a Christian rapper, and it's like, I would never have thought that. Yeah, yeah that you know, was a Christian me Yeah. So you just you stay busy. You stay busy with music. Do you? Um, like, how how do you improve your skills?
4: Uh, just work it hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, learning new stuff, uh, styles of music for me, especially.
3: How do you learn them? Oh, I just. Do YouTube or watch mm -hmm, Study people? Yep. How much time do you spend doing that? About a
4: couple hours a day. Really? Yeah. Wow. go down in my basement and, you know, like I've been working, trying to get more like pop style drumming down. I've been uh, listening to a lot of Brian, Brian Frazier, I believe his name is. He's a drummer for Justin Timberlake. Oh. Dude's, Dude's amazing. Really? Yeah.
3: Huh. So it's just. Did you hear one of um, Justin's songs that you heard the drum? I actually sounding? seen him live. Oh, you did? Yeah, right.
4: my buddy's like, I'm getting JT tickets. I was like, what? He's like, <laughs> let's go. I'm like, dude, if I don't take my wife to this, she will murder me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: there's no way I'm going. Yeah. Physically going. Bye, honey. I'm going to see Justin Timberlake yeah, and no, walking right. out that door. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Yeah. No
0: kidding. But yeah,
4: it was. You know, that's kind of what made me want to start learning a different style of music too, because. I mean, if you're if you're only in one style of music, you kind of just put yourself in the ground because you're not going to be able to get even as like a hired musician, right? You won't be able to get any different kind of gigs, Because mm-hmm. right. you just put yourself in one block. If you know a different style of music and you can play a different style of music, you have a better chance of getting other gigs,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, what's your technique on like learning? Do you just like pick a pick an artist and then just mimic them, or is it like? you get a book or like what's your
4: for me i don't because i was never actually trained Mm -hmm. or like taught how to like read music or Mm -hmm. do anything like that so yeah it's it's by ear for me so i'll like watch some youtube videos on Mm -hmm. some you know uh technical like stuff and try to get some better fills or try to do some different style workout or warm-ups but mainly i just yeah just, YouTube you. Yeah. So, yeah. And just, <laughs> you know, hit up Justin River Lake and, oh, yeah, I'm going to learn that beat today. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. a cool, different style of beat. You know, that's pretty much it.
2: I, I'm always fascinated with people that don't read music and just go by you like Yeah, that. That, that is amazing. amazing.
3: Yeah. Um, how was the uh, JT concert? Oh, amazing. Was it? Yeah. Because I wouldn't <laughs> picture you there. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, it was amazing.
3: What What's your favorite kind of music?
4: Uh, I mean, I like all music. Like, I don't know. Mainstream. Do you rock like country? Is awesome. I am not a. Old school country, yeah. yes. The new style country, I'm not a big fan of.
2: It doesn't seem like it's country. No. Like the new stuff. It's more like pop. Yeah. 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 It is.
3: Mm. Yeah. Well, we have a couple songs, right?
1: Yeah. If yep, I sent over um, The Punisher, I'm still trying to load. The Pusher? The Pusher, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I now, is this, this from Unity
3: or yeah. what? album? Yeah. okay. We so haven't this is from released Unity. anything off of the oh, new EP right. yet. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, I'm curious though before we play that, because um, Unity just came out one last year, right? Or two? Uh I
4: believe three years ago.
3: Oh, it was three oh, years ago? Wow. Or
4: two? Man, I can't remember.
3: Oh wow. <laughs> I know it, <laughs> was, it was January was just... one. Of, okay.
4: Yeah, seventeen. Two so years.
3: How long have you been working on the E P that you guys are gonna release soon or at some point?
4: Uh we started Yeah, we started tracking it in September of last year, so about like a, since June or July of mm-hmm. last year.
3: Now, do you guys have a pool of a lot of songs that you guys have written but maybe didn't make it onto Unity and maybe wasn't on right for the second album? Do you? Uh, yeah. Can you tell the name of the EP or not yet?
4: Uh, you probably no. shouldn't. Well, you... we did release it. It's called The Divide.
3: Oh, it's called co- – wait. So the first one was Unity and this one is yeah. The Divide? Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
2: There's got to be an interesting story behind that one.
3: Is there an interesting story behind
2: it? No.
3: (laughs) You just thought you would go
2: opposite of. Okay. That's an interesting story. All right. right, So
3: we're going to uh, listen to Pusher, right? And this one, there's a video out for this one. Yep. It was a pretty cool video. Yeah. I remember seeing that.
4: It's a murder mystery video. Yeah.
0: Mm.
3: So cool. Ooh, yeah, nice <laughs> Thank you. To yeah. you nice yeah. drums. Nice drums. <laughs>
1: What's your favorite song off the record to play?
4: Uh, off Unity? Yeah. I'd uh, be what you deserve.
1: Why is mm. that one your favorite?
4: It's just fun.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> from a drumming point or just yeah. uh, the whole thing?
4: Just from a drumming point. Mm. And it's a fun song too.
1: Mm-hmm. What's your favorite song off the record? Is that the, your favorite song too, or is that just yeah the best one to play? Yeah.
4: I like Pusher a lot, but what well, you deserve, the wheelhouse.
3: Yeah, I I really like that song. Um, so success obviously comes with a lot of sacrifice in whatever you're going to do. Yeah, what um, I mean, have you kind of you know thought about if this is re- what you're going to continue to do? what you're going to have to give up Right. or what, you know, is there stuff that you already find that you have to give up? Cause that's where I kind of see when the, the pool seems to get smaller, mm. you know, it's like as the obstacles come and the, you know, plain and empty venues and yeah. um, the traveling for some people, it just seems like that's when people start dropping off, Yeah, you know, and then, there's less and less people that are moving towards, you know, going to the top yeah. of their of the music business or whatever career. But are have you had to already sacrifice things that like maybe your friends have moved on and, you know, they're having kids, they're buying homes, they're doing the nine to five. Yeah. Um
4: Um Well, I don't know, probably about like twenty fourteen. When did I what was it? When I was playing with you,
1: that's probably about then, yeah. Yeah,
4: like 2014, well, I, I sacrificed a relationship f- to finish Unity and all this stuff, and then moved in one of my friends' house. And so then found my, started talking with my wife, and we got married. And, you know, I haven't really had to sacrifice much. So that was like the one major thing I've mm-hmm. sac- had to sacrifice. But, you know, like with work and, you know, family life and everything like that, it's been really, really supportive. So I haven't really had to give up much. Like we bought a house and I still have a full-time job. They, you know, by the grace of God, they let me go do my tours and let me come back to a job. Oh, that's that's great. I've been really, really lucky with Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff.
3: Yeah, that's great. And it sounds like you surround yourself with, well, one, you've got a good support group, Mm -hmm. especially with your wife, Mm because that's, that's really hard if yeah. you don't have a partner that understands it, mm-hmm. what it's going to take. Yeah. And if they don't believe in it, you know, because they want a more traditional, secure yep. path. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like even with your circle, you, you're you're around people that are pursuing the same thing, that are as passionate as you are and going for the same thing. That makes it easier, too. Because yeah. I notice that's one of the difficult things, like when you start comparing, if you're – Pursuing music, and you know, all your friends are going to college mm-hmm. or grad, you know, doing that the safe, yep. the safe path is what I say. That makes it kind of difficult. Yeah, you know, eventually they're buying homes and moving on, and and you're still pursuing that dream. So, mm-hmm. I was wondering about that, but that's got to be the key right there. Yeah. Is, is really be around people that are doing the same thing, yep. that want the same thing. Yeah,
4: surround yourself with people that you know are doing the same thing, it's going to help you because it's going to keep you motivated. But then you have, you know, all your support systems. So if your family's on board and they're, like, pushing you, it's going to be, like, even more uplifting to, like, get you to that point.
3: Well, what do you tell people that don't have that? Because a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what do you tell people that, Um, like, let's say another a drummer like you that yeah. really wants to make it and that's what they want to do, but they're also in a relationship and... You know, the part their partner wants them to get a nine to five. Right. What kind of advice would you give them?
4: Well, I mean, first off, if you're a musician, you are very, very, very selfish (laughs) because that's like, you know, in order for you to do something, you have to just not really, in other words, if you're single, you're not going to care. You're just going to go do it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people to get, you know, to where they want to be, they are very selfish because that's you're thinking about you and you alone, like, that's what you need to do. And that's what you want to, that's your goal. So yeah, go do it. You know, like, you know, if someone's starting out and wants to do it, don't think about what anyone else says, just go for your dream, you know, if,
3: just stay focused yeah. on that. You know, that's what they say about um, people that are training for the Olympics. They don't even get into relationships yeah. Yeah. because they yeah. can't Yeah, because, and it, you know, it's not even being selfish. It's just they're determined. Right. That's yeah. their mm-hmm. focus, and yep. mm-hmm. that's what they want to do. So, um, yep. I always find that difficult, though. Mm-hmm. You know, I see that all the time.
2: I think you know when you have somebody to share, you know, the ups and the downs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that helps too. Yeah, because you, then you know you are not holding it all in. And yep. stuff, so.
4: And why yeah. So that's how I, you know, thank you know myself and everyone else that keeps supporting. You know, it's just amazing that that I do have a great support system because if it wasn't for the support system, you know, I don't know. I'd probably still be working, you know, just working a nine to five and Mm -hmm. hanging out, you know, not doing nothing crazy, but you know, I got everyone there behind me just helping me move it forward.
3: What do what do you tell yourself or how do you get through it when you start um, having doubt?
4: Just work harder. I mean, if I start, you know, getting down on myself, then that's, much more talent that I'm going to lose because if I don't work harder mm. and keep pushing myself to get past a certain point, you know, I've got so far, to, you know, by keep working, why stop and get down on myself?
3: Do you get down on yourself for um, like maybe where you're at in your, your playing your skills, like your skill level, or do you get down on yourself because of... You're not getting the opportunities you you think you should have at this point.
4: Uh, no, I've, I felt I've been handed some good uh, opportunities. Yeah, um, I think most part of like when I get down on myself is just uh, because I'm trying to learn something new and I'm not getting it right away. Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of my frustration comes from. But then if I sit there and just keep honing on it and get it and once I finally get it, I'm like, man, that's stupid easy. Why didn't I do it this way the first time because it wouldn't have been so hard.
2: But that's what I was going to ask too, because you were saying, you know, you play by ear. What, have do you have? Um, um, are you going to go in the future and learn? I would like I mean, to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. you would?
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, yep. Do you? Well, you'd have to really get somebody like ex- incredibly advanced. I mean, because you you couldn't mm-hmm. start with just a. And yeah.
2: I, I was just, I was going to say that too, because if you if you go and then you're trying to learn how to read it. You know, you don't want it to affect how you're playing. Now, you yeah. know what I mean? That, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I, I too. know a lot
1: of like when, yeah, I mean, I don't know how it is for drumming, but I know for like singing, mm-hmm. when you're classically trained, like a lot of producers that I worked with, because I'm classically trained, they were like, stop, mm-hmm. like you're mm-hmm. change. you're gonna change your style, you're yeah. gonna change, you know, the like, you know, everything, like your natural instincts mm-hmm. kind of get pushed to the yeah. wayside because mm-hmm. you learn how to do it
2: the right way, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I could see that would change yeah. how you would play. So I don't know if it, know? it's so if it's the same it, for drumming yeah. or yeah.
0: if it's this...
4: I mean, I don't yeah. know on that aspect. I know Neil Peart, he stopped like in the late 80s, I think it was, and then went and fo- found one of the best drummers from like the 60s, like the area that you know, he was one of his favorite drummers growing up or something like that. I can't remember the exact story, but he ended up learning and getting taught, like retaught how to play the drums from this guy. Really? Wow. And he just became like top drummer mm-hmm. after that.
2: Wow. wow! So you could see yourself doing it. Oh yeah, that would yeah. be. Who would you yeah. have mentored? Yeah, yeah,
4: that's a good question.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but that is something definitely I would like to do one day.
3: Oh, you probably will. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're on the way. Do right? you yeah. do you jump at most opportunities? Yeah. You do if yeah.
4: if it's legit and it's all there, uh-huh. like yeah, I'm not saying no.
2: I was, yeah, you could have said, "Do you ever say no?" no. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you don't really. I mean,
3: if it's uh, something that you see potential in, yeah. or that mm-hmm. could connect you to something else, and is that how you look at it? Yeah. Like this might not be what I want to do right now, but it could lead me to yeah somebody else or something else, yep. and you just take it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like Ryan Secret. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yeah. He never said no to anything. Yeah. Just go. Just for jumped it. at mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Um, who who um who do you who have you played with that either with this with unit or with no resolve or um with the other band that really um inspired you? Hmm.
4: Like musical acts we played with? Um or? just
3: yeah, musical acts. Okay.
4: I mean, really, everyone that I've shared the stage with, stage with, with No Resolve and or Savage at the Midnight, it's just, you know, from listening to all the rock bands and seeing everyone and meeting everyone backstage, it's just like they're all inspiring. From mm-hmm. everyone's story that I've heard, from like you know Jacoby's story and how he ended up getting sober, um, you know, just everyone has a story, and they're all amazing. And it's just everyone's inspiring in their own way.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow. And do you, when you meet people or when you're um, sharing stage with like Papa Roach or somebody like that, do you go into it looking for what the takeaway is going to be besides uh, just listening to their music? Right.
4: I mean, just even sharing the stage with them it was amazing that time that we did it. And, you know, like the crowd was insane it's just you get so caught up in that i don't even think you even think about that yeah it's just like you know look what i'm doing and look i'm here
3: yeah yeah what do you think about when say, you're on a stage like that you get up that, there and like, yeah. in a crowd yeah. <laughs> yeah now weren't you guys in um vegas or la uh, los angeles yeah what mm. happened there what was going on
4: we uh we in a contest for a record label so mm. we oh. got entered in I forgot how it all went, but it was like for the stations in all 50 states for, I forgot the name of the station, but it was up in Saginaw and we went out there and did the battle of the bands and we ended up winning. So then once we won in Saginaw, our name and the song went to corporate and corporate out of all 50 states picked five bands that would go to LA to compete for a record company or oh. Record label, wow, and it mm-hmm. was for John Barbados' record label, uh, Big Machine, which has Taylor wow. Swift and everyone else. Really? On. Yeah. So, we get out there and they put us in this badass hotel, the London, like just, just off Sunset Strip. And then we went in and did sound check at the Roxy, and it was like legit, like wow. living the life for yeah. the whole week.
3: Wow, so it was cool. Mm-hmm. Did you get to see the other bands?
4: Yep, okay,
3: yeah, or, we, where were the other bands from? Mm-hmm.
4: Ah, uh, one was from Chicago, and the one that was from Chicago won it. Um, but I don't know where the other ones are from.
2: Now, where did you guys place? Did they have second and third and all of that? Or
4: um, they... they didn't really say, but I yeah. think we did place second.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that's great! great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, how fun! That yeah, was cool. Oh, wow. Do you keep in touch with the chi- the band in Chicago, or were you were the genres similar or no. different? Oh, completely it was all, different. Mm-hmm. All different
4: genres. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh wow, that's kind of hard. I feel like yeah, it's one thing to say. compete with people who are similar, right? You know, yeah. but, but right to compete with a bunch of different. Yeah. That's really yeah. hard. Wow, it was
4: cool. like I don't know because some I can't even give like an actual like genre because they were they were all rock style bands mm-hmm. but different style of rock. So yeah. so
2: the one the group that won. Do you? think that they should have won. They were did you really have good. another pick? No, they were, oh, okay. yeah, they were good. Okay.
4: Yeah, they're very what,
3: what was so good about them? Yeah.
4: Just their on-stage presence was amazing. The singer had a great voice and their songs are good too.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So but, you learned some things.
4: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the crazy part about it was is that it was like American Idol. Mm-hmm. So you'd play your two songs and then you'd step up to the front of the stage and they'd critique you.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh wow.
4: So, like, John Vervatos was like, oh, yeah, you know, cool stuff. I like this and this and this. You know, good Mm -hmm. songs, good hook. And then Chris Jericho was like, you know, cool stuff, awesome. Your drummer's badass. You know, (laughs) singer's got a good voice. You know, it was, like, really weird. I'm just like. Yeah.
2: So so was it anything negative that they said? The only thing
4: negative that they said was that uh, for uh, the singer and the guitarist to lose the baseball caps. Mm. And we're like. Well, you wear a hat, yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: you know like i don't I don't get it
0: That's, yeah. yeah,
3: you know what? um, can we play the other song right, yeah. now? what's the other song or, that we want have? To,
1: can we do our fortune cookies, and then we'll close with that?
3: Well Jess has to song? run over oh. to the other room, so I thought, oh, okay. oh, okay, so can we do that, Jess, do the yeah. fortune cookies uh-huh. then, okay, well, wait, <laughs> yeah, so sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to cut that <laughs> yeah. off. I know she has to go, and I wanted to play the other what's the name of the other song we are playing though uh.
4: Ten feet tall from Savage After Midnight. oh Ten
3: feet tall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, did you have anything to do with this song? No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. And then the the first one was Pusher, and that's No Resolve. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. can find the album Unity um, all all over all over social
1: media.
4: And the same all thing with uh, Savage. You okay. can find all that Savage so. to Midnight. Yeah. Savage After.
1: I also Savage after we will midnight. be posting to your YouTube channel. So okay. the. It's Chasing the Dream. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, is his YouTube channel with his uh, cover yeah. videos and stuff on there. So, oh, okay. Which is okay. really cool. And, that's, so. uh, and it's called Chasing
3: the Dream? Yeah. And this is something that your your own YouTube, like yeah. it's not band related. It's no. just yours. Yeah. And is this about you chasing your dream?
4: Yeah, kind of like that.
3: Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm, and that's up on YouTube. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Well, thank you for thank coming you so back. Much. Yeah, no problem. And uh, is uh, Savage After Midnight going to tour in yeah, Detroit? Yeah, actually,
4: we are hitting the, um, I'll give you the date, but we're going on tour with New Year's Day, and that starts on June 11th.
3: June 11th. Cool.
4: We are hitting Grand Rapids on July 10th. We will be at the intersection.
3: Oh, cool. Anything in Detroit?
4: Nothing in Detroit.
3: No? Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) All right. When you guys do, you got to get a hold of Rocky so we can get the whole band here. Yeah. Okay. For sure. And then um, keep us posted with the drop of the um, second or the EP from Unity. Okay. Um, We're going to wrap it up and then we're going to close with the song. And let's go quickly with those fortune cookies because Jess has to go. Oh, wait. Mm. This
1: one's yours. Oh. That one's pointing towards you. So the whatever way the ponds face, that means
2: that portion
1: will do it you. Mm. All right, so I think we should say the new record is called Divide. Divide. Yeah. So we'll end it with with Divide. Divide, huh? Mm. Mm.
2: You are going to have a pleasant experience with Divide. Ooh.
1: With
3: Divide? Mm-hmm. Mm. What are you dividing? I don't know. Oh, Okay. Um, you will be showered with good luck with Divide.
1: Ooh. Your future will be happy and productive with Divide. Go
3: ahead. Uh,
4: all your hard work will pay will soon pay off with Divide. Oh, oh that's, that's
0: perfect, perfect, perfect there. there. Yeah. <laughs> you got the
1: your life won. will be happy and peaceful with Divide. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much yeah,
3: uh, yeah, for no joining problem. us. Thank you. Thank you. And... Um,
1: and remember,
2: sometimes the only mode of transportation available it is the
3: Leap of Faith. Thanks for taking a Leap
2: of Faith and
3: happy hump day. Happy
2: hump We're going to close it
3: with Savage After Midnight. Yeah,
4: 10 feet tall. 10
3: feet <laughs> tall.
0: as my world together but nobody does it like you do 12 shades of the color